0: Well, 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 beautiful people, best damn nation, what's happening? Thank you for joining the show. I am your humble host, Brian Renegade, and with me, I have the best damn crew. (laughs) Um, First of all, I have the entrepreneur of entrepreneurs. We know and love him as the genie of the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. The dawn of the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. The resident villain, LP, is in the building.
1: What's going on? Hopefully y'all can hear me because I'm on this road. Hopefully I'm coming through loud and clear.
0: Oh, yeah, man. You, you coming through loud and clear, brother. You know what I'm saying? Be safe out there on them streets. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> oh, man. Next, we have the grappler of grapplers. We call him the gray-eyed bandit. You thought I was froze, but I'm not. Because Mr. Everything is here, in the flesh, he's your mama's favorite wrestler, and he can whoop your daddy ass, Mr. Everything, Victor
2: Andrews. (laughs) What's going on? What's going on, good people? What's up? What's
0: up? Oh, man. It's good to see you fellas in the place to be, man. Um, First of all, I'm going to go ahead and, and, and cut to the realness, man. You guys got a hurricane hitting your way. And uh I want you guys to be safe out there. Um there's already been some uh some damage going on by Hurricane Ida. Am I saying that right? Ida. Anyway, it's it's I, but she she out there causing hell and flooding stuff, so uh, everybody that's in the path of the hurricane, all the way from Florida up to the Carolinas, you guys be safe right now. I think there are uh, 450,000 uh, power outages just right now. Um, and then there are some uh, tornado warnings for a couple of places. And then uh, obviously there's a lot of flooding uh, going on right now. So you guys be safe uh, in, the, in the storm. Make sure you got matches and you got batteries. You know what I'm saying? If you got a generator, go ahead and start powering that up. You know what I mean? Go ahead and get your canned vegetables together. You know what I'm saying? Just in case your power go out. You know what I'm saying? You guys be safe out there. All the milk and bread you can get. (laughs) All the milk and bread you can get, Jack. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you got some sugar and some salt that'll go a long way in an emergency, man. Uh, So everybody that's uh, in the path of this storm, I want you guys to be safe. Uh, and, and, and really count your blessings if you, if you're fine, you know what I'm saying? If you're good, because not a lot of people are feeling too good, you know, a lot of places getting flooded. It's not good. It's not good at all. Uh, so I just wanted to say that before we get the show kicked off, you know what I'm saying? You know, we, we try to keep it real out here and it's, uh, on this podcast, man. fellas what's happening with you. What's going on? Mr. Everything. See, front and center, my friend, what's been going on with you?
2: Nothing much, man. Nothing much. Is I, I I'm I'm always excited about doing the podcast. So I'm not too excited today.
0: Not too excited. Oh, man. We'll, we'll we'll get into part of the reason, uh, but man, I you know, yeah. Before we before we before we take it, in yeah, let's let's go to
2: LP real quick before we yeah. <laughs>
0: let's see what LP got going on. <laughs> yeah, LPZ, what's happening, man? Oh, oh awesome. there it
2: is. <laughs> Hurricane Ida or Iota, yeah, know what you,
0: man, you know, what wishing traveling mercies for your boy up here. He'll pop back in in a second, man. Look, we can't hold it no uh, longer, man. Let's go ahead and get into it, man. The the news uh, that swept the wrestling world. Actually, there's been a couple of deaths, man, uh, that's happened that we got that we got to talk about. But um, I know last week, we we talked about the passing of um, Terry Funk, the legendary Terry Funk. And uh, that was a big blow to the wrestling world, man, because Terry Funk is an absolute legend. Uh, he has reinvented himself. He has inspired millions of people. And uh, we were saddened by the passing of Terry Funk, and we talked about that last week. And then, out of the blue, um... Late great um late great wrestler. I mean this this was a hard hit for the wrestling world, man. Uh your boy Bray Wyatt passed away. Um and man, that was that was hard. That, I think, you know, and there's been a couple of deaths that happened this year, man, but I think that um this one kind of hit hard, bro. Uh, this was almost like an Eddie Guerrero type feel as far as how, how the fans perceived it and how sudden it was um, and how impactful Bray Wyatt was uh, within his, his career. I mean, it's very hard to do some of the things that he's done in his career, man, and that was a hard, uh, hard blow because, you know, a couple of podcasts ago, we were talking about that we were ready to see him come back and uh, maybe he can challenge, you know, your tribal chief from Reigns and take the belt from him. And we was we was saying all these things, man. And uh, you know, he was fighting some uh, some some personal battles. Uh, I believe he had uh, a heart condition of of some sort, and uh, he ended up catching COVID. And uh, man, that was. I believe he told his wife that he was going to take a nap, and he never woke up. And so that was a hard blow, uh, you know, just to lose somebody that, that positive and that influential. Even though he played a, a dark character, uh, Bray Wyatt, I know one of his last uh, promos that was very memorable was him coming out and thanking the fans uh, for helping him out during some dark periods in, in, his, in his life. And so to see uh, Bray Wyatt pass away, uh man that was that was very hard uh let me go to the wrestler of the best Day in wrestling podcast man and get your input man I, how did you uh how did you hear the news and uh
2: what's going on with you now um so i was at i was actually at wrestling training um it's been a while since i've been able to go to training and this particular day, I had a, uh, a lady friend that's going to start training with me. Uh, she's going to be my china in the professional wrestling business. So you guys, be on the lookout for that. Um, but we were in there and a couple of guys were at the facility. and We got in there, we started moving around a little bit. And one of the guys was like, yeah, man, you know, it's crazy about Bray Wyatt. And I was like, what? They, they He's still not coming back, on you know, what's happening? And say, nah, he died. It's like, nah. Like you, 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 you're lying, bro. Like, nah. I said, no, really, bro. Like he, he passed away. I say, well, there's got to be some type of rumor, fake news, or whatever. Stop listening to stuff that you hear on on uh the social media. You know, there's always somebody got to have something to say. Clickbait. You know, there's always clickbait. Right. and uh, he said nah we, we're, we're serious Vic. like he passed and I said well wait, pull it up and until I see it pull it up and they pulled it up and and it was uh it was for real and so so the thing about it is I don't I don't I look at at death in life totally different from everybody on this planet right i I have the um the circle of life Mufasa mentality. You know, we, we come, we go, and what we do in between is is where it matters. And what Bray White has done between his birth and his death has truly mattered in and, and the entire world, not just the wrestling community, but just in the entire world. One of the promos that you speak of when he was telling the fans thank you and how he did not know how much he impacted people until someone came up to him and said, no, you you saved my life. You know, just hearing your story or seeing the things that you've overcome made me want to overcome my same demons or what have you. Um, the biggest thing that I really want to discuss today, I don't want this, this podcast to be very solemn, because I don't want to stay on it too much, but the biggest thing is, is our health as professional wrestlers. And this is where it really pisses us off when people say wrestling is fake. It's until you do what we do at least once, please keep your mouth closed. You know, it it is not fake. Um, We literally go through pains, every single day the first day that you start training is the first day for the rest of your life that you're going to hurt and you know look at guys like Seth Rollins look at um Randy Orton look at Edge you know anybody and everybody Kurt Angle, Shawn Michaels, Stone Cold, Triple H any and everybody who you have ever heard about going through some some kind of injury in some kind of way still kept going that's our mentality we still want to get in that ring and entertain and and perform and do all these amazing things that you guys sit back and and a lot of fans they take for granted you know they, they talk trash oh you know this and that and all he he, he botched. This is why I, I hate the word botched because this is not supposed to be perfect. Everyone that watches wants what we do to be perfect. And it's not It's not going to be that way. It's, it's just not going to be that way. We, we practice, we train, we, we talk about what we're going to do, but life happens. Gravity happens. Time happens. Things happen. And, you know, if, if it was supposed to be perfect, I, I I say to people, tell me a movie that you've watched where you can tell that everything they did in that daggone movie was perfect. The first time they did it, because here's the thing: the stomachs and and the people that you do that you see doing these crazy things, you know, Vin Diesel jumping out of freaking spaceships and holding an airplane with one hand while you know baking the cake in the other hand and, and playing the piano with his toes did not happen that first time when you see it on a movie. They have opportunities to do it over and, over and over and over and over again till they get it. We got one chance. When we get in that ring, we got one chance to get it right. And it make it look good and make it look entertaining for the masses that pay their ticket and, and you know, Pay that money for that ticket to sit in that seat and just to sit back and say, that was fake. That's disrespectful, it's a disservice to us and, and we really need to start looking at the seriousness of this. Bray Wyatt was somebody who, no matter what he was going through, he just wanted to get in that ring. Seth Rollins, is dealing with a serious back injury, and he is still getting in that ring. I have a serious knee injury right now that just happened this past Saturday. You know what I'm going to do on Sunday? I'm getting in that ring because that's what I love to do. That's what we are here for. This is what we we wake up every day to say, you know what? I'm going to go train, or I'm going to go to work, or I'm going to go to the gym because I know On this particular day, I got to go and get in the ring and feel alive and make someone else feel something that they never thought they felt before. I had a lady come up to me this past Saturday and tell me that her and the entire row that she was sitting in were crying because they were so emotionally invested in what me and Trey Havoc was doing in the middle of that ring. And for people to say, oh, this is fake and this is that and third, Bray Wyatt did not treat it like it was fake. Terry Funk definitely didn't treat it like it was fake. None of us do. So I say all that to say thank you, Bray. Thank you, Terry. Thank you, every wrestler that's out there that goes through this war and these battles and Hitting the road and do all this traveling and driving just to entertain people who just don't understand. Hmm. They, they they just don't understand. Like I've I've driven to Cleveland, Ohio, by myself. Okay, to go and entertain a ten-hour drive to the show. Get there, get dressed, find out who my opponent is, what the details of the match is going to be, figure out what we're going to do, go out there, perform it to the best of our abilities, whether it's perfect in your eyes or not. But we go out there and we do it just to get right back in the car, no matter how bad you feel, no matter how banged up you are, get right back in the car and drive those 10 hours right back home. Just to make it in time to get up the next morning and go to work. That's what we do. That's why it's so special to us. That's why we don't stop. That's why, you know, no matter how bad or how banged up we are, we still do it. Because there's some kid out there who loves it. There's some woman out there who needs to forget about whatever she's going through in life. There's some man who needs to figure about all the depression and, and things that they're going through. We save lives every single show. We save our own lives every single show. That's that's just my soulbox, man. Um yeah, let's 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 move on with the show.
0: Oh man, let it out. That's why we got this outlet. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Let it be known. Uh, you're right. Wrestlers do uh, take a lot of risks, man. It is a lot of wear and tear on your body, and, and uh, I think that when it was first announced that you know Bray was going to step away for a little bit, um, they said it was for some undisclosed issues, but obviously, you know, his heart issue it was it was it was a serious uh, thing there. So. Um, we had the best damn wrestling podcast. Uh, want to say our condolences to the family of Bray Wyatt. Um, man, that was it was a hard blow. I came, I I cried. I ain't gonna lie. You know, what I'm saying so, certain certain things kind of hit you, man. Uh, I know when Eddie passed away, I, I kind of shed a tear, uh, and then with this one with Bray, man, that was just so sudden. And I've always been a, a Bray Wyatt fan, man. Uh, so, man, it's gonna be it's gonna be hard to, to fill those shoes, man. But you know, you see a lot of wrestlers paying tribute to Bray Wyatt. Uh, sure, man. Uh, you even made uh, a tribute to Bray Wyatt uh, in, in a lot of ways, uh, and I'm gonna show some a clip of uh, the message you had to Trey Havoc a little bit. I'm gonna have to have you kind of do the commentary uh, for it. But uh, what's happening, Chef? We got yes, Chef Showtime, man. We got to uh, acknowledge yo chef. What's happening?
3: How are you fellas doing today? Oh,
0: man, we're good. I like the fit, man. You know what I'm saying? You looking mighty jazzy today.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: this is my workout outfit. Your workout outfit, man. Okay, money must be flowing in, then, Chef. I see it. <laughs> <laughs> you got some Wagyu beef in your freezer right now. I
2: know it. I know he, it. He worked work for FedEx. He got that FedEx uh, raise. Oh, that FedEx raise. <laughs> a FedEx Oh raise. yeah. He pull up in Lamborghinis, dropping off packages. Mm-hmm. Oh man. <laughs>
0: Hey, look! All, all the groupies is, is following after the FedEx trucks, man. That we might as well uh, drive a Benz around. You got mm-hmm. a FedEx truck, boy. You hey, you gonna you gonna get all the attention? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man, but it's good to see, you, Chef man. Uh, let's talk about it real quick, man. We were talking about um, the passing of uh, Bray Wyatt, Chef. Uh, I want to know. Uh, what you say? A couple things about Bray Wyatt, man, and and this in this passing.
3: Oh, man. You guys know I'm a Bray Wyatt fan. That was my boy number one draft pick, you know. It it hit different from the other wrestlers. Like, okay, when I when I heard Terry Funk, I was like, ah, whatever. And he's a great, but, you know, I wasn't. But Bray Wyatt, man. Like, it, that, it's no words, you know. You know, I have been the whole time I've been telling you guys like, oh, he about to come back and win this championship and this, you know. Like, i like, you know, as a fan, you knew something was wrong because, you know, he had that, that match with LA Knight, then disappear. Like, that don't sit right. Like, either they're going to fight. That means you got fired or you're hurt. You know, nobody knew what he was going through. Nobody, like, like, like miss Everything was saying. And, man, these wrestlers nowadays be going through pain, like Seth Rollins. His back's broke, and he's still out there performing to make sure people smile, you know? And that's a big thing. Like, they don't have to do it, but they do it for their fans. Like, if it was up to Bay Riot, he probably still been in the match till the day he passed away, you know? But that's some crazy stuff. Like, it really hits different, you know? Like, I don't even want to rock wrestling that much no more because I can't see Bray Wyatt come out as a fiend or something, you know? The
0: Firefly Funhouse. That was my stuff, you know? Yeah, man. Uh, Best Damn Nation. Uh, In the comment box, man, I want you to say uh, some nice and kind things about Bray Wyatt if he's touched your life, if he's uh, entertained you in any kind of way. Uh, Leave some some comments in the comment box about uh, the great Bray Wyatt uh, or uh, the legendary Terry funk. Also, man, we lost Bob Barker, man. That was that was that was a hit. You know what I mean? Uh legendary game show host. Um, <laughs> and he also uh hosted one of the most successful Monday Night Raws, man. Um he is uh forever a WWE legend also on the celebrity wing, man. Um and so that was uh that was a, a big a big loss, man. Um
3: You know the mind Bro, this was fun. This was come to mind. Every time I hear Bob Barker, remember the movie Happy Gilmore? Yes. yes. When he got to a fight and he beat up Happy and he like the price is wrong, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, hair, his name, that's what pops to my head. All, all the time.
0: Oh man. Oh man, Bob Barker, man, is uh it's an absolute legend, man. And so that was, you know, throughout the game show world, and you know, that was a huge loss right there, man. Oh man, let's um. You know what? Let me let me put somebody on the spot real quick, man. Uh, he had a a match, and I want you to talk about it, uh, Mister Everything. You had a, a match uh, this past weekend uh, with Trey Happy, man, and I heard you guys went to court. It was a battle. I saw uh, a lot of the match, man, and it was uh, absolutely great match. We started to fly from it, you know what I'm saying? That looked like it was a a, a a prime fight. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it looked like it hurt. You know what I'm saying? It looked like y'all went through it. Uh, let's talk about this match a little bit, man. And I know you just mentioned a little bit about it. Uh, and you made women cry and, and in the front row throwing panties and stuff after the match. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about this match that you had, man, with Trey Adams.
2: Absolutely. So, um... You know, the promos, uh, like, I don't think a lot of people understand promos make a match. Um, you know, we can go there and put up a graphic and say, you know, these two individuals are going to wrestle. What's going to really make you care about the fact that these two individuals going to wrestle? Um, Trey Havoc, I met him probably, I want to say maybe five years ago. And he reached out to me and said, hey, would you mind if I came and trained with you? Said, not a problem, you know. Come on out. And this man would drive two hours. Him and his wife. Would drive two hours. And just be at training with me at 7 o'clock. And then train with me for about two, three hours. And then drive two hours back home. And when I saw that, I was like, you know what? This dude really wants it. And he would do it twice a week. Two, three times a week. With no argument. No... You no know, gripes, nothing. His wife is very understanding, which is very big. You know, we need somebody, you know, and when we're in this industry, we got to have somebody who's truly behind you like that. Who will be like, you know what? If you're going, I'm going too, because I don't want you on that road by yourself. Um, so shout out to Cali for being for being that woman for Trey. Um, so the promos was pretty much saying. Almost like a student versus teacher type thing, you know, a mentor versus mentee. Um, And I I pushed Trey even in the promos to be able to excel, you you know, bring himself up, you know, be greater than what he's been used to. And I told him, don't worry about the title. You know, the championship is one thing. I could take that from you any day. But I want you to show the world how good you are so I can show them how great I am. You know, if you can go out there and show them how good you are as a writer, a wrestler, or a sports entertainer, whatever label they want to put on, that compliments me. That shows how great I am because I showed you some, I gave you some tools. And during the entire match, I just kept yelling at them, like, don't you give up, don't you stop. Don't you stop fighting, don't you stop breathing. I don't care how much pain you're in, I'm in just as much pain, but I'm going to get up. And I expect you to get back up too. And the fans hearing that was different from because they never really hear wrestlers really talk in that type of manner, you know? And the lady said she's been watching wrestling for 50 years and she's never seen a match like that. She's never seen someone get pushed to their limit like that. And she said you know, being that I pushed him to my limit, I was able to exceed my own limits. And it's kept bouncing back and forth. So, uh, I'm not sure which clip you have. It may be the Bray Wyatt one. But, um, yeah, we, we we were projected to do 15 minutes. We didn't do like 20, 25. Solid. Um, <laughs> one of the spots that I actually got hurt in, uh, which is why it's never perfect, ladies and gentlemen. It's not perfect. It's not going to be perfect. But he gave me a German suplex... This is three to five minutes into the match. And he gave me a German, and you guys seen German suplexes. Usually you land on your back. Trey's a little bit stronger than what we expected him to be. (laughs) And uh, he grabbed me and he threw me and I ended up doing a backflip in midair. And I had to catch myself some kind of way so that I could land as safe as possible. And in landing, my leg ended up going inward and kind of blew my knee a little bit. And that was just one of three <laughs> Germans. So after I took that first one, I had to get ready for two more. So with, with, even with that quick injury happening you know, during that, I still had to push through to be ready, to be there for him, to make him look good. That's what we do, we make each other look good. We still be there for each other in that ring and still had to wrestle for another 15 minutes and also give him a German of my own. So and he's two hundred and fifty pounds. So yeah. yeah. Well, I think I have a little bit of that
0: man, and uh, uh, it's a it's a minute and, and thirty seconds. So I want you to kind of like navigate and, uh, and and commentate your own match uh, from the clips. So just keep it going throughout. Uh, so let's see uh, a little bit of Mister Everything. Get down with your boy, Trey.
2: Alright, so right here This is a big spine buster And this is where I give him the Really strong headlock You know, I, I, I do a lot of MMA style stuff So um just kind of rain down some elbows on him And this is where The German that I've been talking about Comes into play And right here, ladies and gentlemen This is where Trey Havoc shows me how strong he is And blows my knee out And I still get up and I'm like, you know what Let's go for the second one And this one is just as bad because I land right on my knees. And then third one, I'm trying to block it. Get off me. Get your hands off me. Stop it. Stop it. But he won't stop it because he's going to jump in my behind right across the daggone ring. And of course, I got to give him one back. And 250 pounds, yeah. And I couldn't even even get the energy to be able to uh, finish the pin. But here is where I'm telling him to don't give up. Get up and keep fighting. And this is where I'm going to go give him my Claymore, but he takes my cookies. He took all cookies and I'm like, ah, I'm still up. And then he kills me again. And he gets the one, two, three right there, ladies and gentlemen. And he remains the next level pro wrestling heavyweight champion. And right after the match is when he gave us a little promo telling the crowd, you know, what I've done for him in his career. And of course, you know, he's crying because he's sensitive. You know, Trey's a good guy. And, uh, <laughs> and we, we, we embraced him. You know, I, I, I say a couple of words. And we actually had um, his wrestling father, Ali, from the Guerrilla Squad there. And I had a chance to talk to him after the match. And he was like, I, I, I expecting nothing less from the two of you. And he said, in fact, you guys exceeded my expectations. Um, He told us that um, there's not many matches where he can go and watch and get swayed from one side to the other of who he wants to win and who he thinks is about to win. And he said that he was so caught up in it that he got emotional himself. And, you know, he's a big 6'5", 345-pound guy. You know, one of gentle giants who you know you don't you can't really make them feel touched in the heart as much. I mean, you said that match right there really touched them because it was like me still training Trey train on how to be better. It's like Goku versus Kale. You know, when they had that big uh, tournament of uh, power fight, and Goku was training her training her the entire time they're fighting just to make her better so he can be better. And that's my mentality. I want guys who get in the ring with me to feel like they walk away better because if I can make you stronger, and that makes me want to get stronger because now I have a goal to reach. I want to be the strongest in the entire universe. So uh, I always kind of push guys to break their limits so that way I can break mine.
0: Oh, man, that was uh, a great message from uh, the great Mr. Everything. Uh. You also paid a little tribute to uh, your boy Bray Wyatt, man. Uh, let's watch this clip real quick, and uh, listeners, you guys can enjoy this music. But uh, just know that uh, he did the uh, the back bend in the corner, the creepy <laughs> back bend that uh, Bray Wyatt does, man. And uh, it was it was a it was a great moment for you to pay a tribute. So uh, let's watch uh, this clip from the match, also. Oh man, sorry about the porno music, y'all. I know. I'm sorry about that. I didn't mean they had porno music on there, but uh, yeah, that was the that was some some tributes that you had to for, to Bray Wyatt, man. I thought that was a a great thing for you to do, man, within your match, and you guys definitely told a good story. So I want to salute you for that, my friend.
2: Appreciate it. Thank you.
0: Oh man. Your boy's LPs in the place to be, man. Uh real quick, I want to give you an opportunity to say some things about your boy Bray Wyatt. Hey, L. P. L.
1: P. Uh yeah. Um I yeah, I mean I, I hate that uh that, that happened to him. Uh you know, I think everybody was waiting for him to make a comeback and see something new. Um, but you know, I just like kind of let's look at the past. of like, he was always a uh, I always felt like is uh, The Y family game was one of the greatest things ever I, I really thought that that was all I've always felt like that was on the undertaker level. They really should have kept that. Um, this is my favorite version the fiend and stuff was cool, too, but now the, the Y family version the whole That that whole thing was to me was like one of the best things they've ever done uh with a character and I, they would have kept world building um, I think if they would have let him do more of the world building of that character when they didn't know what to do with him instead of putting him with Matt Hardy and all the other kind of stuff, they would have let him find a new level of that character. Cause it was a lot like the Undertaker to me. And you know the Undertaker, if you look at the Undertaker, it seemed like he did the same thing his whole career, but he didn't because the ministry of Darton's Undertaker was one thing. Um Dead man walker That's another like. There was like seven or eight variants of the Undertaker, but all of them almost seemed like the same Undertaker. If that makes sense. So I really wish that would have did that with um with with his wife family stuff. But he definitely was. He definitely would be a great, and he'll be missed. Uh, like I say all you do is just look back at the the great moments that he had. And you know, I hope wish, I hope him and his family, uh, you know, well. Hope WWE will take care of his whole entire family. Like so I think that's what I read that they were. Um, he just he just was a great um, uh, great wrestler.
0: Yeah, he, he definitely was a great wrestler, man. He would definitely be missed. Uh, like I said before, uh, from the fellas at the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast, we would have wish the Bray wise family our uh, deepest condolences for their loss. Well our fellas Let's go on a different note Your boy Shannon Sharp Is in the news You know why? Because he is joining Stephen A. Smith uh, On first take Starting September 4th I think this is good news I want to see that dynamic On television Fellas How do you feel about uh, your boy Shannon Sharp joining Stephen A. Smith on first take. Let me go, Mister Everything.
2: I don't know. <laughs> 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 you have to go to somebody else. I I don't know. Congratulations, bro. <laughs> yeah, Chef. What are
0: your
3: thoughts, sir? Mm, they need to fire Stephen A. and put Shannon Sharp with somebody else.
0: Oh, you just going for the juggler today, huh? Mm-hmm. LP, <laughs> LP. <laughs> Chef, Chef went dark on that one. He was like, "Just go ahead and fire Stephen A. Smith." Come on, Stephen A. Smith is a great heel basketball commentator. Chef, you don't think so?
3: He's trained. He talks about LeBron like LeBron's the goat and LeBron's not the goat. You know that irritates my soul. Like,
0: no. Oh man, yeah. You you decide to choose violence today, huh, Chef? All right, LP. What do you think about your boy Shannon Sharp uh, joining Stephen A. Smith on First Take?
1: Uh, I don't. I me personally, I don't think it's gonna be all that great. I'm not a I'm not a Stephen A. Smith fan. I used to be years ago, but he gets a lot of takes that's wrong. Um, he recently just had a take about my man. Talking about my man couldn't even stand up, <laughs> and then found out that that was wrong. Like he, he he does a lot of. I don't think him and Shannon is going to mix well. Um, I think Shannon deserves his own, just like just like Chef said, um, the same way that Skip is probably regretting his choice. <laughs> And who he brought on his show because them brothers took over that show that first day Um, I Don't know it's, it's, it's gonna be interesting. I, I used to watch undisputed undisputed with my show that I watched I didn't watch a lot of the other ones. I didn't really watch first take like that Um, Stephen a Smith is not good at going back and forth like JJ JJ reddit used to murder him on a regular basis so it's gonna be interesting because Shannon's not that kind of guy. So I think him and Shannon gonna get along too much, and people don't want to see people get along. They want to see they want to see some back and forth, and they're not. Then you're not gonna see back and forth on first date.
0: I think they uh, they gonna need a buffer. You know what I'm saying? They are gonna need somebody with a soft presence that that can be able to kind of soften both of their presence. You, you know what I'm saying? Other than that, I can I can definitely see them uh having some very fiery discussions. I think that they would have a good dynamic, man, if they if they work together well. But I think it's pretty big, man. I think that's gonna be something that's uh, a lot of fans are gonna be interested in seeing their take on a lot of different things and sports and entertainment. So um kudos for for sharing this talk, man. You know what I'm saying? He said I'm still out here in these streets making money. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Man, let's let's go over to uh to aw fellas. We gotta talk about the show All Out. Oh man, I heard it was a great event. I didn't get a chance to check it out. I'm not sure if you guys had the opportunity to check out uh All Out. Excuse me, all in. I'm saying all out. It's all in. Uh, <laughs> but the uh the show I heard was a great show. I mean they had a huge turnout, over 80,000 fans uh in England, man. That was that was pretty big. So that was a huge sellout show. Uh we also saw some stars pop up. Uh Mercedes Monet was in the building. She was in the crowd, you know what I'm saying? Stunting on your daddy and them, you know, what I'm saying with the legs out, uh the wig on, the colorful wig on. Uh is she going to come to AEW? I want to get your thoughts on that, man. If she does come to AEW, what do you think that she's going to do uh, for that women's division? Hmm. Choir minds want to know. Let me go, LP. LP, you're mute. All right,
2: let me switch over to uh, Mister Everything. What do you think? Um, I think she can elevate the women's division. Um, I I I would really love to see uh, Mercedes versus Soraya. I think that would be a really good match. Um, because I think they've had a match at WWE, right? And, and if I'm not mistaken, she was the reason why Soraya ended up having the to
0: go. Yeah.
2: So I think they, they, they need that back. They, they need that that moment back in, in a better way. Um, but it's, I don't know, like, what, what is her attitude going to be? You know, what is her personality going to be? Is she going to be able to mesh well with the women's division in AEW? Or is she going to be a female CM Punk type situation? Um, I don't think I really hear too much about her being like, Uh, a diva now more so than when she was with WWE. You know, she would walk around saying, oh, you know, I'm not doing this or I don't want to do that. I'm not signing autographs and, you know, things of that nature. So I'm hoping that she's a little bit more humble. So when she does, if she does go to AEW, she's going in with the mindset of trying to help the women's, women's division, especially the women that are there, kind of elevate them rather than going and saying, you know what, I'm I'm freaking Mercedes Monet, you know. You should be bowing down to me doing whatever I say. Um, So I hope she doesn't walk in with that type of attitude. I can
0: definitely see that. Chef, man, what do you think about uh, Mercedes Monet being in the crowd, man? Do you think that she would be a good fit for the AEW locker room?
3: She'll be great—a great fit great for AEW locker room. She'll bring more competition to them, you know. Like you said, I would love to see Soraya versus Mercedes Monet. That'd be one of the one of the best matches they have right now. Oh
0: man, I I definitely agree with you on that. Um, I don't know, man. None of the women that's come to AEW has really made a splash. I know that uh, with. You know, Soraya or Paige, as she was known to WWE. When she came, that was a little bit of a buzz, and then that you know quickly died out. Uh, Tony Storm came, and then you know she 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 was champion, but they didn't even recognize her as a real champion. Mm -hmm. That was crazy to me. Uh, Ruby Soho is kind of bounced around on the on the mid card of the women's division, even though she's in the group um, right now with. Tony Storm and, and Soraya so I think if Mercedes Monet or Sasha Banks as she was affectionately called in WWE if she does come to AEW I think that she will make some sort of an impact but you're going to have to put her at the top of the card I think you're going to have to make a women a women's match main event
2: um, at one of your major shows and, but that's the thing that I don't want her to go in with that kind of attitude. Feeling oh, she like will. She will. Yeah. When she gets, <laughs> you know, you, you put in the main event or I'm not coming. Like, I, I, and then what happened to Athena? And they uh, they threw her ass a ring of honor.
0: Uh, I mean, you know, and I'm glad that she is because she's champion. You know what I'm saying? And that's no slight to ring of honor, but she should be competing for the women's title on on the uh, main roster of AEW. I think that she's that good. You know what I'm saying? Uh, But, you know, as AEW champion, she's been dominant, you know, hats off to you because she, you know, she went over to a new company and reinvented herself and really got over with the fans. But for some reason, they didn't push her, really, and they didn't really push Jade Cargill like they should have. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Jade, and when Jade left, I'm going to be honest with you, and this ain't a race thing at all. But when Jay left, it was a void. You know what I'm saying? Like, you were looking like, oh, man, I didn't. It's one of those things like uh, like you were in a relationship and then you you break up with that partner and then you'd be like, oh, man, I didn't realize how much <laughs> they actually influenced my life. You know what I'm saying? The same thing with the locker room. When Jay Cargill left, it was like, man, I didn't, I didn't realize. We didn't we should have treasured her more we should have paid her more attention you know what i'm saying but uh man that was a good question mr everything uh but so you think for sure that
2: mercedes monet is going to do something absolutely absolutely um but it only remains to be seen you know and how the women really and the biggest thing is how are the women going to take her you know how are they going to accept her in are they going to accept her like teach me more things or they're going to look at her like you just you just bouncing around trying to fit and get in where you fit in we've been here and in the words of bianca Belair, you don't even go here <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: that's that's a show shot man lpz you on the mic yeah i'm here oh man what do you think about your girl Uh, Mercedes Monet showing up in A.W., man, and do you think she's going to make a splash in that women's
1: division? Uh, Yeah, I mean, she can't hurt it. I mean, regardless of whatever they do, she she can't make it any worse. She really can only bring it up. I mean, if she does go there, yeah, she needs to be a top star. Um, It's not even about what the other girls have done since they've been there. It's about the star power. If John Cena left WWE and came to AEW. You can't expect John Cena to be wrestling an AEW dark like Sasha Banks. I'm not gonna call her the other mess. Sasha Banks has earned <laughs> her name and her respect as a top star, so she should easily just be treated like a top star. If The Rock came over there or Triple, you know, any major star that come to AEW, they should be treated like a major star. The rest of the guys who have came from WWE to AEW weren't major stars. They was good stars. They was stars, but there hasn't been a major star uh, that has jumped ship and came over there. So if you get Randy Orton or Edge, let's say Edge, as he does go over there, Edge is a major star. He, he, Edge is a major star, but he still is a, a older wrestler. Like they would have to get a Kevin Owens or Sami Zayn to have like a major star and ain't and that ain't gonna happen that ain't never gonna happen it's always gonna be somebody who either got fired or something else but um yeah you got to give her her respect because she is one of the greatest of all time female wise
0: oh, you agree uh well you said <laughs> i was watching uh coming to america day and when you said that it just around me of when they was in the barbershop <laughs> he said he refused to call him uh Muhammad Ali. And the old guy, it's <laughs> a man who's to
3: be called Muhammad Ali.
0: Then he's American.
3: You call him Muhammad
0: Ali. LP over here, like his mama called him Clay. I'm gonna call him
1: if I was a wrestler and they told me I couldn't keep my name, then I would just change the first two letters in the name and make me something sound similar. Like you can't tell me I can't call myself that's Dasha Ranks. I can't call myself HW Junk. Like I I can make me a bootleg two dollar store first name of my name. And you can't do nothing about it. Man, they did that to a couple of people. They
0: that they, they couldn't use their real name. Um I'm trying to think of something. Uh who was who was the person that they could not use their real name once they left the wwe cody i think it was cody cody was one of them now that i think about it he couldn't use his real name when he first started yeah when he left wait there boy you see cody he? i think no i think when he was in it was a, it was a point where he couldn't use his real name
1: I don't think they can message your real name. Yeah, they can. <laughs> if you're using it. Um,
3: well,
0: let me uh, ask a question to to the I I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Let me ask a question to Mr. Everything. Uh when when you came there and you I'm sure you wanted to use uh your name. Right, I know you wanted to use Victor Andrews when you wrestled for the WWE, and you've been in NXT, uh, and and you've been in on main roster uh, to wrestle this. How did you feel when they say you couldn't use your name, and then they gave? How did you choose your name that you were going to go by, or which like you're going to be this person?
2: Well, that's, that's the weird thing about it because when I did NXT they gave me the choice of whether you want to use my wrestling name or my real name um in fact uh you know steve carino he was my my point of contact and he came to me and he said triple h wants to know what name you want to use do you want to use your wrestling name or do you want to use your real name so he gave me that choice at that moment i told him said, well you know people know me by victor andrews so I, i just want to go by that in terms of wrestling and He he said, "Well, you know, just let you know, he loves your real name, so that that wouldn't be a you know a bad idea if you used it if you wanted to use it in wrestling." But I'm like, ten years in, I think I need to just keep going with Victor Andrews because you know I built built that name up from the ground to where it is now. Um, And then when I did main roster, it won't no choice. It's pretty much what was given to me. You know no one no one asked me anything they just walked up to me and was like hey you're going to be uh and, it, and at first it wasn't even supposed to be burt hansen it was something else and uh byron screwed it up so when when we when you hear him say burt hansen i don't know if you can catch it but the look at my face is like who, who the hell is burt Hansen? that's not the name they gave me <laughs> messed up. You, you screwed me all, Bert, um, Byron. You messed me up. It's my big moment, and you threw me off because you said the wrong name. Now I don't know how to respond. Man, Bobby hill no nobody
0: black named Bert. I never know nobody name <laughs> <Not> <laughs> one. I ain't got no Uncle Bert's. I ain't yes. never heard of nobody named burt You know what I'm saying? The only Bert that
2: I know is on Sesame Street. Yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's yeah. it. And before that, you know, I did the Jessica Lashley thing, so you know, of course, they didn't use my name then. But yeah, it's just—I think the only time they really gave me a choice was when I was at NXT. That's 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 interesting.
1: Well, yeah, but I, I'm I'm gonna have to look at that up, though. But I still don't think they can take your legal name. That's like Christian. He's still Christian, but he's Christian Cage. He's I, like if you're. It's your if you get your real name, like your birth given name, they cannot tell you what to do with it. It's hard to think it because I'm trying to think of any wrestler that went from you know hard, what wrestler uses their real name. It's not that I can't think of really many. Hulk uh, Hogan, Hulk Hogan has always been Hulk Hogan. I don't remember him being Hulk Hogan. He's been Hulk Hogan in TNA, WWE, WCW. He has never once changed his name. That's his birth name. So yeah, that matter of fact, that's that's the one example I can think of because go, he's always going by that name. But yeah, if it's your name, they can, well, they it's, can, it's,
2: it's not
0: true. his real name. His real name is Terry. It's a real name is Terry. i was about to say <laughs> that is not his dorsal name. He's I don't know old. nobody he's named Hulk That would be a, a really, dope ass first name.
1: That might be his. That might be his middle name. You actually think Vince was gonna let him go to WCW and keep Hulk Hogan? Yes, he was. Holly, he was Holly. He was Hollywood Hulk Hogan. He still it was, it was him.
2: that big. He was that big. And, and you got to think about it. Around those times, a lot of those guys were able to hold um, ownership of their names. It wasn't until after they had guys leaving the company where Vince said, you know what, I, I need to start putting some ownership on a lot of these guys' names because some of these guys are leaving, they're taking the name with them, and their, their following is going with them. You know, mm-hmm. look at uh Hulk Hogan, Rick Flair. Um, some of the ones he can't do he couldn't do anything about was like Eddie Guerrero, who came into WWE from WCW, Chris Benoit came from another place, Chris Jericho came from another place. So, you know, the ones that are oh, home, home, he, but he right, you know, they they have ownership, but now gotta figure out a way how to get ownership of that name. That's interesting. What were you saying, LP?
1: No, I was, I was saying the names he called out are all, or you know, those are like names. I don't know if there's, I don't know if all of them are all there. That's Eddie Guerrero. That's his real name. So that that's, that that just goes back to the point I'm making, like about I don't, I don't think Chris Benoit I ain't a second. That's his real name.
2: Mm, this You got his name is different. I don't think it's Benoit. But like Ric Flair, Ric Flair had just changed the spelling of his last name. He's yeah. Not, it's not really F L A I R. It's F L E. Like mm-hmm. support. Something, like, something like that.
1: Charlotte, if Charlotte ever leaves, I can she's gonna be Charlotte Blair. Oh yeah,
2: absolutely. But she'll probably just change the last name, the spelling of the last name. Like you like you said earlier, you just change the spelling.
3: Yeah. Or she just go by Charlotte. I think the only person Anybody they didn't change their name was Cody Rose, because at first he was Cody Reynolds. Then he went to Cody Rhodes. Then he went to Gold Dust. Then they pushed him back to Cody Rhodes
2: after he came back. Oh, Gold Dust, not Gold Dust.
3: I mean Stardust.
2: Stardust, yeah. Gold Dust is another one who was well, Dustin? Yeah, what,
1: what was Cody's name at AEW? It was Rose, right? It was It was Rose, it was right?
3: Because they first when he, remember how he first did He came out as Cody Reynolds. because he didn't want to be under his father's shadow. After that, they changed him to Cody Rhodes. That's where dad got sick, and he was that's when he went up with the Legacy. Yeah, with, with Randy Orton and him. Then he left. Before he left, he was with you doing that Stardust shit. Then he went to <laughs> when he quit with the you know Cody back to Cody Rhodes. They was trying to keep it, but they couldn't.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, well, fellas, man, there was something else that happened that the the all. Uh, all in event man, uh your boy CM Punk uh got in a, in a fight, backstage uh fight with uh Jungle Boy Jack Perry. That was all over the wrestling news, man. Uh and I believe the argument kind of came from uh Jack Perry wanting to use real glass uh in one of his matches and see on uh on collision and CM Punk told him that he didn't want to uh, he ended up using it anyway and then kinda cut a small promo after he got, you know, went through this windshield and he was like, This is real glass, cop cry me a river kind of kinda uh saying directly to CM Punk, Hey, stop being a, a, a controlling uh person in my matches. In no way. Uh CM Punk took offense to that. And then they got in uh, a little bit of fisticuffs backstage, um, and then CM Punk and Jack Perry boy broke, uh, escorted from the arena. Fellas, I want us. It seems like every major event, man, CM Punk gets in a fight with somebody. Do you think CM Punk is a little poisonous? Uh, when it comes to the locker room, man, because it seems like Tony Khan gave CM Punk a lot of control over the collision show. Mr. Everything, I saw you shake your head, man. What you got to say about your boy Punk?
2: Like I said last week, man, the dude just need to sit down and get good money. What is wrong with you, bro? You, you ever got... you, you... Oh, man. Like, it's, it's annoying because guys like Trey Havreau, I'm not even gonna say me. Guys like Trey Havoc, who have the ability and the tools to be able to be an AEW Superstar, and who would appreciate every opportunity he's given. Like, I, I, I don't get it. Where these guys get to a point where they say, "You know what? I'm bigger than you know who I really am." But you're not. Nice, like, chill. Why? What? You, are gonna, you're gonna end up having a situation where nobody's gonna work with you, or Somebody's gonna say, "I'll work with him," and you're gonna have a shoot fight right there in the middle of a ring. And that's something that we don't ever want to happen. Like the fans should not see. Should not. First of all, they should not be reading any type of backstage altercations. This 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 stuff should not be out in the public in the first place. But then you shouldn't have it to where it's it's getting to a point where it may boil over at a show in the middle of a ring. Like who, who who really wants to see that? It's supposed to be family friendly. It's supposed to be for uh, a moment where everyone can go and just forget about what they're dealing with in their own lives. And you got somebody like CM Punk who just won't sit down and shut up. Like, I'm I'm reading uh, the news news report now. He had an altercation with uh, Perry. They both got suspended. He had an altercation with uh, Samoa Joe after their match. And then he had an altercation with Miro Asking him, yo, you got a problem too, like, bro, you're not that tough. Let's let's be let's be straight up. You're not that tough. You went and tried MMA and you got thrashed. They mollywopped you. They 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 were slinging you around like like a mop, bro. You're not that tough. Go sit down somewhere, like for real, before somebody really really put hands on you and then they're gonna be like. Yo, why do they do that? Why, why they do you do the same thing like that? Because he won't sit down. He won't shut up. And I, 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 I hate violence. I'm not one to, to talk tough. Let me talk tough and you know say this and that third. But come on, man, you you hold up space. You hold up space, and, and I get aggravated because it's like yo, I can be in that spot. Trey Harvey could be in that spot. Mark James could be in that spot. There's a lot of guys out here that's grinding and busting their behinds every week just to say, you know what? I want an opportunity or give me an opportunity, give me a contract or something. And you got somebody like CM Punk who won't sit the hell down. Like, damn, best, damn, chill. Like, what's wrong, man? Got me on Brooklyn right now. Yo, move on. Yo, turn the camera off or something, man. Because it pisses me off because it's like, yo, come on, man. Yeah man. You are making you making situations out of no type of situation. Well uh real quick, let's uh
0: bid adieu to Chef Showtime. He gotta step off, man. Uh Chef, let the people know where they can find you. Can't hear you.
3: My bad. I said you can find me on Facebook, Twitch. Yeah. At Chef Showtime or Dante Carter, yeah. Now, nah, all I'm gonna do and be lately is I'm gonna be working and trying to save up, and I'm gonna shut up on my own business.
0: All right, man. So, go ahead and support your boy Chef Showtime. anyway you got going on? We'll see you next week, Chef. All right, man. LPG. What do you think about CM Punk, man? Your boy is causing all kind of controversy and stuff. What do you think about CM Punk, man? And, and every time he kind of has a major event, there's always a, a kerfuffle. A kerfuffle going on. You know what I'm saying? The LP is in the place to be. Well, I'll tell you what I think. <laughs> I think that he, I think that Tony Khan putting some kind of power to CM Punk and giving him that much leverage uh, for a show is, is bad news already. We've seen this story go down. We've seen this in TNA. We saw this in WCW. And to give a wrestler who is currently wrestling that much power, um, is not a good look. I think Tony Khan thinks that CM Punk is his cash cow. And he may be. Uh, but to be honest with you, man, it's, it's starting to get more trouble than it is benefit. Just in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? Uh, is CM Punk really bringing in the type of numbers that you need to see to be able to really compete with the WWE? I don't know. Maybe. I mean, this past, <laughs> this past all in event, man, you know, kind of the power the star power that uh, AEW has really built up over the years, man, uh to be able to put on a, a huge show like that. And you know, I definitely salute uh AEW and all their wrestlers for putting on one hell of a show, man, but you know, it just seems like if if the backstage stuff is more uh newsworthy than the actual event that something is wrong.
2: It's really wrong.
0: You know what I'm saying? Something right. is wrong. Y'all got to change something. Go ahead, Mr. Everything.
2: No, you're absolutely right. Very wrong. If if there's so much worried about what's happening backstage and what happened actually in, in the show in the ring, something's really wrong. Like We should be talking about how great the matches were or, you know, how amazing it is that they, you know, broke the attendance record at at the Wembley Stadium. You know, AEW has been trying, not trying, but they've been doing their best to make themselves a very strong uh, company despite, you know, anything, despite all of their uh, obstacles and everything else they've been doing pretty good for themselves. They still, they're still they sticking in there. They're still lasting. They got, you know, a good roster of, of talent between the men and the females, and then you got the Ring of Honor attached with them, so we should we should really be talking about the matches, you know, whether we watch it or not, because, you know, I, I still haven't watched too many AEW matches outside the one that I had. It's on YouTube if you guys want to check it out. It's not <laughs> great. But your boy was on AEW too. Um little cheap plug, little um, cheap plug. <laughs> We talking about the matches and how good it is. You know, the 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 match between like, MJF and, and Adam Cole, you know, that's something that's newsworthy, not CM. Yeah.
0: Uh LP. I can hear I can hear the wind, uh, <laughs> flapping against uh, the receiver. Uh, what do you got to say about uh, your
1: boy CM Punk? We I think it was last week. Uh, we always say the same thing. The man just really just need to wrestle and get his bag. while he can still get it because he's not he he doesn't look all that great in the ring. He doesn't look horrible, but he doesn't look great either. Um, so he just need to concentrate on getting his bag as much as he can while he... Uh, now, I can understand if a man talking about, you know, you shouldn't be using real glass. I mean, at least at least, at least on that argument side, he might have been trying to look at the... They look like an older guy trying to tell a young guy something a young guy don't want to hear it. Because uh, it's like, you know, use the fake glass because they're real. Look how many... Remember when Goldberg punched that glass in that limousine and he, like, really messed his hands up for life? So like some of the stuff you got to look at, like you know, CM Punk does know the game. Let's let's not let's not. Uh, I don't know what the fourth degree race was, but if it was about that, then yeah, you shouldn't be you should be doing it on uh, sugar glass or whatever that glass is not no real glass because it's not worth it when you can mess yourself up even more. Um, that argument actually kind of seemed like CM Punk might have been not necessarily in the wrong for that. Um, So I can't I can't jump down a man's throat completely What I what I will say is I don't like just like uh Mr. Everything said I hate how everything is always out there like whatever happens backstage I'm pretty sure worse things happen backstage When we used to watch the Attitude Era and all other kind of stuff But you don't hear about it until you hear wrestlers talk about it now You didn't hear about it when it happened um, it seems like now everything that goes on in that locker room, you got people that's ready to drop it and tell everybody what happened. Um, kind of like with Golden State when Dr- when Draymond punched Jordan Poole in the face. You think that's the first time an NBA two NBA players on the same team got in the fight? No. You think that's the first time a, a NBA player snuck another one in the jaw? No. But you don't ever hear about it. So that's the that's the stuff that I don't necessarily like care for because it seems like people are purposely trying to put stuff out Um, no matter what goes on. I know the wrestlers ain't dropping this news that quick Like if the two being got in the fight like god dang Look how long it took us to hear about the full story the plane the plane ride for hell Like to hear the full story. It took us all these years to finally hear it So yeah, I don't I don't like all that all that info dropping stuff um but yeah, I can't. I, I CM Punk just need to get his bad. But I can't. But if CM Punk were really trying to get on that dude by the glass, I don't. I don't know. But I might. I might be on CM Punk's side a little bit on this. On this. On this argument, maybe. Okay.
3: All
0: right. Well, CM Punk, man, we just want to see y'all do better, man. That's it. That's all we're saying. We ain't saying nothing more, nothing less. You know what I'm saying? Keep your dirt inside your house. old school what goes on in this house stay in this house you know
2: unless unless you want to come on unless you want to come on the best damn wrestling podcast and give us all the tea all the tea you know what that's that's the only time i actually like gossip (laughs)
0: that's <laughs> the only time I actually like gossip. The oh, is exclusive. <laughs> yeah, I just want the exclusive. I like I like exclusives. Uh well, well fellas, man, uh I wanted to uh shine some light real quick on uh something outside of AEW and WWE. Uh you have WoW, which is the promotion women of wrestling. Uh and they have new champions, man. I wanted to shine some light on these beautiful sisters real quick. They're called the Tonga. Twins, man, and they just won uh the tag team championship for uh wow. Um they are great in the ring. Uh they have a strong presence. I think they would do great in a promotion such as AEW or WWE. Um they were trained by Rikishi. You know what I'm saying? Could this be the female version of the Usos? You know what I'm saying? Inquiring minds would like to know, but these ladies are absolutely amazing in the ring. I think that they can uh, really make a splash with the right presence, with the right training, um, and with the right writing. Fellas, I just want to ask a question Do you see a possibility of an all female bloodline?
2: Absolutely. Mm. If if you if you align those two young ladies with Lady Tapa, who's also Tungan, that that would be that would be. If you don't know who Lady Tapa is, go and look her up. She, she's she's the niece of Barbarian. Mm. So you know that that would be an amazing thing to see. I mean, because. When's the last time we really had a a strong dominant female faction? You know, that, that really looked like they could just beat people up, not just having the numbers game. But if you looked at them and say, you know what, individually, they could molly bop and throw everybody all around all the ring they want to. But collectively, they're taking over the entire company. I don't think we've ever had that ever, truthfully, and and History of professional
0: wrestling. Yeah, man, uh, these two sisters look good, man. I think that um, I would love to see them on on a larger promotion. I think that they have what it It takes. takes. Um, I would love to see them in NXT, man, and really, you know, making some some noise. But the only problem with NXT, they don't have a tag team women's division really anymore because of the of the belts uh, being merged with. The the women's titles, which haven't even been defended on NXT. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even who, who are the champions. I think there's Dewdrop and and uh, and <laughs> Chelsea Chelsea Green or Green. Piper Niven and, and Chelsea Green.
2: Um, but which is weird. About- Chelsea was tied with uh, uh, what's what's her name? The one that used to be Piper Niven. And, uh, she was uh, she was with
0: Shia DeVille Shia DeVille I had a brain fart yeah she was with Shia for a second oh man but I, I would love to see an all women's faction man and to be honest with you if you took the Tonga Twins and put them with Nia Jax
3: mm-hmm. oh
0: my god Mm-hmm. They, they would really wreck shop. mind you. Naya Jackson's been looking really good lately, man. She's been stunning on everybody. Losing weight. Uh, she's been uh, working out in the ring, teasing her combat, man. So, like I said, I think that they have the possibility of of gaining those two stars, man. If the wrestling world is really paying attention, I think the Tonga twins, man, are, are next up. You know what I'm saying? Right now, they're, they're champions. they um, and, and and promotion, wild. You know, what I'm saying women of wrestling. So hats off to those ladies, man. But I would love to see uh, them on a big screen and really doing something. Oh, they kind of you know like the Renegade Twins. I know that I know they're not twins, but the Renegade uh, sisters. I don't know. I don't know that they're, they're Renegades. <laughs> <laughs> they're really good, man. They are really good. So uh, I know the fans are kind of. Uh, Wanting us to have some more female uh, Wrestlers and prisoners And uh, interviews on the show So we're going to make that happen Um, Real quick Before we uh, get into predictions Because I know we're going to have to run through those Real quick Uh, Listen There's a match that's going on um, And there's a verbal confrontation Between your boy L.A. Knight And The Miz uh, And this past Monday man The Miz came out to L.A. Knight's music dressed like L.A. Knight. He looked like L.A. Knight. The fans went crazy until they realized that it was not L.A. Knight. It was the Miz, man. Um, and then he cut this scathing promo that really cut to the core of what L.A. Knight is right now. And he's saying, you know, you're just the catchphrases. And you can see how I'm just using your catchphrases and all of this stuff. Uh, to to sway the fans, but when, uh, when all the dust settles, I'm going to expose you. You know what I'm saying? And I think that there is a question mark of if LA Knight can really go. I've seen LA Knight in some matches; he can wrestle. Um, but the question is, can he really be the megastar that he's claiming himself to be? And can he really? Prove himself in the ring. And to be honest with you, the Miz is the measuring stick for success in the WWE. Let that be known and said. Every star, since the Miz has been there, every star that's been made, the Miz has had a hand in bringing them in and introducing them to the WWE. I can't say every star, but a lot of people that are, are paired up with the Miz in some type of way, especially if they have a feud or uh, if they're just entering the WWE, the Miz is kind of the measuring stick on if they're going to be a star or not. I can honestly say that, man. And I, So, I'm going to keep, keep on putting respect on the Miz name, but man, he, he dug into LA Knight. I think this is going to be a good match, but I would love to see them have more uh Verbal altercations, man, because that is gold. Cool. If you haven't had the opportunity, go back and check that out. Uh have you guys had the opportunity? I want to see what LP got to say about this whole thing. What did you think about uh the Miz and LA Knights back and forth?
1: Uh it was it was funny. I mean, if you if you know if you if you're a fan of the Miz, he did it to John Cena and he did it to the rock. I mean, his impersonation of the rock was ridiculous. Um, so that's what I mean. The the Miz always does great uh, at this kind of thing. I I think that this is them seeing if LA Knight is going to be that guy or not, or they can mess around and bury LA Knight. So it really just depends on how they go about doing it. They can destroy him, or they can have him, um, you know, get his moment. Um, I hope it's not the latter. I hope they're not going to... I hope the Miz, I hope the Miz bring him up and don't do too much. Because, you don't want to be another Austin Theory. I really think that promo that John Cena did, Austin Theory, destroyed Austin Theory. There was, it was not. I don't know if it was meant to make him get better or whatever, but that promo he did destroyed Austin Theory. He almost destroyed Roman. Roman Roman was able to flip it a little bit later on, but John Cena almost killed that guy' career <laughs> with one promo. So I think they gotta be careful with how they go about doing this. Uh, but yeah, it was very entertaining, but it wasn't better than his presentation of the rock. His presentation to the rock will be my top.
0: Yeah, I like I liked both promos, but I, I definitely like LA Nightmare. man. He was really spot on with LA Night And things that he was saying was hey, this guy is a flash in the pan and he's generic and until he proves himself, then you know you're nothing more than just a catchphrase. You know what I'm saying? Mr. Everything, what do you think about The Miz and uh, LA Knight's back and forth, man? And as far as character development is is, uh, is concerned, LP, you just mentioned something, man. Do you think that The Miz kind of dissected LA Knight and his promo? Um,
2: <clears> oh, <throat> I think this is something that's going to help both gentlemen. Um, the Miz has just been doing here and there, you know. Paired up with this one, got a little something going on with this one. He he really hasn't had anything that got anyone invested in what he was doing in a very long time. I mean, the whole thing with uh uh Dexter Loomis was dumb, and that was the last thing he really had going on was the whole situation with Dexter Loomis that never really it, it didn't even go nowhere. You know, it's like all of a sudden Desi Lewis just disappeared. Um, so this whole interaction with with uh uh LA Knight is gonna help the both of them. LA Knight is, is great on the mic. We we know that already. The Miz is is great on the mic when he's pushed to be great on the mic. Um the Miz is good in the ring, he's he's very nice in the ring. LA Knight is very nice in the ring, but again, like I said before, LA Knight has to Work his match the way he works his mic. A oh, D mic. Pause. <laughs> he has to work the, his matches the way he works the mic in the ring. You know, he, he, he. I think he gets in a in a ring and he tries to move a little bit too fast. And you know, just give him a little. You know, a little means a lot along in the long run. You know, it's emotion over motion. We talk about it all the time when we're training. It's emotion of emotion. You know, allow yourself to. To step out yourself and get in the ring with the Miz and, and put on a really strong banger it's still the show in this match can't steal the show it's all a matter of just two gentlemen is going to allow themselves to let that match steal the show you know you got a lot of good matches it's on this card coming up to saturday um this could be the one that people are going to talk about for a very long time and like we always say It's the match that I didn't know I needed to see until I saw it. So, gentlemen, made me feel like I needed to see it once I see it.
0: All right, guys. Well, that's a good transition, man. Let's go ahead and get into it, Mr. Everything. Uh, Let's get some of these predictions for payback. Uh, LP, who you got your money on? You got LA Knight or you got the Miz?
1: Uh, they got to give it. They got to give it an L.A. night because, I mean, if you're trying to you're trying to make new stars. You're not trying to destroy him. And just like Mr. Everything brought up a good point. I don't even know if he realized he brought up a good point. Where the hell is Loomis? Like <laughs> the other people that have been everybody that deal with the Miz don't come up. Some people go away. So if they're going to let this guy, the fans want him. There's no need to, to destroy him. Just embrace it and just give, just give it to L.A. night.
0: Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Mr. Everything, who you got your money on? You got your money on The Miz or you got L.A. Knight? L.A. Knight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to go with uh, your boy L.A. Knight, too, man. The Miz is great. Now, I think The Miz uh, is really going to elevate L.A. Knight and... You know like i said the promo was really scathing, but it it causes l.a night to kind of dig into his bag and really see how great he can actually be both uh on the mic in the ring and as a character man so working with a guy like mike DeMiz is definitely going to elevate your boy l.a night yeah oh man uh one of the big matches that i am so excited to see it's going to be Guther versus Chad Gable. Fellas, they've been having some back and forth. Chad Gable, showing that he ain't no punk bitch. Mr. Everything, who you got your money on? You got your money on Gunther, or you got your money on Chad Gable?
2: A quick question before I make my uh, decision. Has Gunther uh, surpassed Honky Tonk Man?
0: That is a good question. Um, Not yet, I don't think. I mean, he's on the cusp. I I think he has with the count out that Chad Gable had, but they didn't announce it, I don't think. I think he's on the brink of it, but if he retains his belt at payback, I think that he will beat Honky Tonk Man's record. Um, So, with that being said,
2: I gotta go with Gunther.
0: You going Gunther? Yes. Oh man, the ring. Uh LPZ. Who you got your money on? You got your money on Shorty G or you got your money on Gunther? L
1: P Z. LP. LPZ. LP. You, might not be, uh, you might not be this LP this area I'm, I'm in is bad can you hear yeah
0: you coming through
1: <laughs> all right come on
0: all right short answers <laughs> i already know who LP choose, he chooses he going on with Gota. Yeah, you ain't got to say nothing. Uh, that, that's already a given. That is already a given. Look, we got uh, Shinsuke Nakamura versus Seth freaking Rollins. LP, if you there, my friend. Who you got your money on?
1: I actually think Shinsuke Nakamura is going to win it. Because I really think Seth has hurt her and they got to give him a break.
0: Yeah, I think I'm going to have to agree with you on that. I think sh- that Shinsuke is going to take it. Uh, and if he does, man, I'm not even mad at that. Shinsuke is a real competitor, man, and I know that he can really hold it down. Um, that would be great to see Shinsuke and EO Sky, uh, both uh, wrestlers of Asian descent, to so both have the title at the same time. That'll be the first in history, to my knowledge. Uh, that something like that has never happened. And I don't think that Shinsuke has ever really tasted uh, main event gold for WWE. So, uh, yeah, I agree with that. Uh, Mr. Everything,
2: who you got your money on us? Uh, I got my money on Shinsuke. My only issue is I hope they do not treat him as a transitional champion. Mm. This was in the plans for a long time despite Seth Rollins' injury but I really feel like they're doing it because Seth Rollins is injured and they're giving it to Shinsuke because they really didn't know who else to really put it on uh, until they make a decision on who to put it on. And the worst case scenario, we all know what's going to happen but we don't want to say it so I'm going to say it anyway. Brock Lesnar is going to come back and take that belt from Shinsuke Nakamura. Let's be honest. Say hey, what? Let's be totally honest. That's what's going to happen. They're going to say Shinsuke is not bringing, you know, he's not really putting in much money for us. He's not bringing in no money. So what are they going to do? Here comes the beast. Brock Lesnar is going to come out and he's going to challenge Shinsuke and he's going to take the belt off of him.
1: Sensuke is not black, so they're not going to do that to Sensei he's, he's Asian.
2: He's
1: close. Brock, Brock, is the, Brock is the black star. They call Brock in when the black guys <laughs> When the black guy wins. I, I think if nothing else, they're going to let Damian Priest. They, mm-hmm. if, Seth, if Seth is gone, they already building up this uh, Judgment Day breakup. The, it, with him cashing in and getting the belt, then he could... They, they can make a story out of that um, I really think that Finn It's hard to think of Where going with Judgment Day Because I really think that wh- whoever leaves Gotta be a face And I don't Finn don't need to go back to a face And Damian Priest is a face I don't like him as a face either But one of them is going face Because one of them going to get jumped out of the Judgment Day um, Which is going to be weird Because the route that they're taking, you can't tell where it's, which way it's going. Rhea's trying to keep the peace between both of them. Your boy uh, Chris Benoit Jr. He keep on trying to get in the mix, so I think he's gonna play a part in something. Uh, it's it's hard. It's really hard to tell. Like everything is so shaky right now. Like <laughs> WWE is so shaky on every single thing right now maybe bobby maybe bobby will show up maybe they're gonna move bobby and the street profits to raw and then you got the the street profits can start can take the belts off of uh sammy sammy and ko and then bobby can get their belt back now that's what they need to damn do now that's what they need to do is to go ahead and make that transition and that's what somebody need to be talking to somebody and do what makes sense. And let Bobby and the boys run Raw for a while.
2: Uh-oh. You guys
0: there? Oh, sorry. Yeah, this is going to be a huge match, man. Um, I got to go with your boy Shinsuke Nakamura on that. I think that's going to be... Uh, a big match. But you're right. If they did put Bobby in that position, I think it would make sense to put them there. But with the bloodline going right now, uh, I think that them being on SmackDown is going to be the next best thing in the next big transition uh, since the bloodline storyline is seemingly at a pause right now. Uh, Let's go to another match that's on the card, man. You got your girl, uh, the man, Becky Lynch versus Trish Stratus. Fellas, who you got your money on, Mr. Everything? The referee. That is cold-blooded, sir. (laughs) Cold-blooded. That's very cold-blooded. I ain't know why you had to do that to him like that, Jack. Uh, I
2: I, got to give it to Becky Lynch. Um... I, I, the biggest thing about this this pay per view is is everybody's mentality, everybody's morale. You know, with losing brain and everybody's um, comments and stuff like that, I can see some tributes happening. You know, some homages. But I, I, I guess I'll give it to Becky because they got to finish the storyline so Trish can go home and do something else. Yeah, we, uh, uh, we can um, uh, all. <laughs> we can all hope and pray for that
0: oh man LPZ who you got your money on man you got your money on the man Becky Lynch or you got Trish Stratus
1: I, I don't care I just need this to go away <laughs> I, don't, I don't care who wins just stop like this is it's no way in the hell this has been going on for like four months are you serious this has to be the worst storyline ever like Nobody cares. This is between this and Rhonda and Shayna Baszler. Like nobody cares. <laughs> there is nothing. There is nothing can, that can happen in this match unless a surprise return of Jazz show up and beat Trish down or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> the thing that will make you care about this match, man, they Becky has to. Becky needs to do something Rhea is talking all that shit Becky can beat Rhea, let's be honest I'm tired of this bullshit Becky can beat Rhea Some of y'all starting to drink the Kool-Aid And think Rhea is fucking The big show She can beat Rhea (laughs) She needs to be fighting for that belt Get Trish the hell out of here
0: Oh, man, you know what? And I agree with you. I'm going to have to go uh, with the man, Becky Lynch, on that one. But speaking of Rhea Ripley and and the belt man, uh, she's facing uh, Raquel Rodriguez. Fellas, this is officially. Hold on, let me zoom in so I can say this. The battle of the mommies. You know (laughs) what I'm saying? This is officially the battle of the mommies. We got mommy Rhea Ripley is defending her belt against mommy, uh, or Mamacita, uh, your girl Raquel Rodriguez. Man, this is going to be uh, a good fight, and I'm actually looking forward to it, Mister Everything. Who you got your money's on?
2: Uh, I would love to put it on Raquel, but it's got to be real. It's going to be real. I just hope that they have the match like they had at NXT, which was an extreme banger, um, showcasing both of their powers. So um, Raquel just gets injured too much for me.
0: Mm. Oh, man. That was a bold statement. Uh, LPZ, who you got your money on? You want Raquel to take it off for of real, or are you going to wait till the man Becky Lynch comes around town?
1: Raquel sucks. All she does is flex her back. Like, that's, her, <laughs> that's her thing. That's, ah, it.
3: that's ah, the only back
0: Oh my god, that was cold yeah. blooded,
1: Jack. But that's all that's all she does. We get it. You're muscular, like, but like what has she really done to make the fans like care about her? Like she is. She has not done anything either. She doesn't even deserve this title shot. Like they just be giving title shots away. I, I think she she probably gonna be about to win, and the gonna show up for whatever reason and interfere, and then the gonna have a match with start having a beef with her, and then Rhea will have the next couple of months off. It's, it's like they keep on making people have these time off for no reason. Like, That's correct. Rhea needs a, a storyline
0: so bad. Yeah, she really does. I, I definitely agree that she does need some type of a storyline with a female competitor. I think that this storyline between her and Raquel, is, it feels real to me because I really think that Raquel can take it off of her. Raquel is a good baby face, but the problem is Raquel doesn't have the same star power that, uh, that Rhea Ripley has right now. Even outside of wrestling, Rhea Ripley is, is building her name and her brand up. You know what I'm saying? And she is becoming a force. And until somebody comes up with that same force, she's going to have the nuclear push that Becky Lynch had. That any other female, hey, I don't see nobody really taking that belt off of Rhea Ripley until, they'll, until they build their star up. To real, <laughs> level. And that's just what I believe. Fellas, uh, let's go over to a stable mix real quick. Uh, we have Sammy Zane and KO versus the judgment day. Mr. Everything, who you got? Your money's on. KO and
2: Sammy.
0: KO and Sammy?
2: Yeah. Why is that, sir? Uh Damien and, and uh, uh Ben Bala just can't they can't get along. They can't figure it out. And I think this is gonna really cause the separation between the judgment day of you know why they, they just can't get on the same page.
0: Yeah, I can definitely agree with that, man. Um I would love to see the judgment, Day take it, and then in that case, man, they would everybody would have gold, right? You would have everybody satisfied, everyone will have gold, and all is well with
1: the world. LP, who you got your money on? KO and Sammy, or you got your money on Judgment Day. <laughs> this is another match I don't care about. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. There's no way in the hell Damian Priest and Finn about to get their belts when they don't even get along. Like this is this is gonna be the end of the judgment day probably in this this match here, cause I guess this is a the, the story that they're going with. Cause I just don't if they get the belts, what then? So yeah, I, I don't see Sammy and them losing. It don't make no sense. Sammy and them need to lose it, but they don't need to lose it to them. What I want to happen personally, and that nobody gives a shit about what I think, because WWE can do what they want to do. But they should go ahead and unify these belts. If they're not going to split them up, they should unify them. And they need to. Sammy and KO need to go to both shows. People need to be stepping up to them from both shows and start building up this tag team division with all these good tag teams they have and start letting these guys hold on the four damn belts and not do nothing with them. It, it just don't make no sense.
0: Yeah, I think I agree with you on that point, LP. I think they should definitely split up the belts. And even for the women's division, man, for them to, to merge the NXT women's belt uh, with um... With with the uh the SmackDown or the women's title for the main roster, I, I thought that was a bad move and I think that you, you really pigeonholed a lot of the wrestlers from actually doing stuff and doing more and trying to achieve more because you don't have they don't have anything to fight for. Why are the New Day still fighting the Viking Raiders? And why is R. K. Bro uh, excuse me not RK Bro, uh back riddle with <laughs> with uh Matt Riddle and your boy uh, Drew McIntyre, why are they going at the tag division? Why isn't Drew going after the main belt? This is the perfect time to push Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre can be an unstoppable force on Monday Night Raw if they put the belt in him right now. And I can see his frustration with that. You know what I'm saying? But he got, you know, that's something else though. You got to rebuild your star, right? You're not the Drew McIntyre of old. You're this new Drew McIntyre uh, and you're in this tag team with Matt Riddle and calling yourself the Matt Riddle, which I'm gonna be honest with you, for marketing purposes, that could be something that's very beneficial if they get a sponsorship with McDonald's. I wouldn't that's be bad. mad at that. That's what happened with uh, when Dwayne the Rock Johnson told John Cena that he looked like a box a, a bowl of fruity pebbles, oh, and next thing you know, John Cena got an endorsement through Fruity Pebbles.
1: <laughs> No. 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 <laughs> no. no, not at all. Drew, 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 Matt, Drew, Drew is about to turn heel. And he's gonna beat the hell out of Matt Riddle. And that's how he's gonna move toward the belt. Cause him being this him, Drew, he's another guy that's not I don't like him as a face. Even when he had the belt, I just don't like him as a face. He's he's a beast. When he first showed up with your boy Dolph, and they was them damn monstrous heels. Yeah, that's made people say, damn. This dude on came back and he the truth. A baby babyface runs be ruining guys, man. Like, I uh make him a heel, please. Take the belts off Sammy and KO so they they still can have their own solo magic. Sammy still can get this damn belt and the people still want it to happen. You thought that people forgot about Sammy, but Sammy is still that guy. All they gotta do is push him in that direction. But Triple H Triple H is making some bad decisions. I think the next show we need to talk we need to talk about Triple H's bad decisions of late because he's not doing a good job recently.
0: Well, I mean, you know, it's been a lot going on, man. Uh well, let's talk about one of the other matches on the show in which is I think it was a huge kind of disappointment and let down for the fans because, you know, if anything, you should have put this particular belt on LA Knight while he was hot, uh and and while he was doing something. Uh <laughs> But you have Rey Mysterio, the United States champion, against your boy Austin Theory. Fellas, who you got your money on? I'm going to go Mr. Everything. Who you got your money on? The great Rey Mysterio or you have Austin Theory? Uh, Rey Mysterio on this one. Yeah, I'm not bad at that. You can always choose a legend. Can't go broke for that. LPZ. Who you got your money on, man? You got your money on Ray Mysterio or you got your money on your boy Austin
1: Theory? I ironically think that Austin Theory is going to win it. And I only think that because I think they gave Ray the belt just for him to mark off that last little thing he needed. Ray don't want that damn belt. Ray can't carry that damn belt. Like, what is Ray going to do with that belt? I mean, Austin can't do it either. Uh, like you said, they missed, a, they missed it with not giving it to LA Knight. Um I think the fans wanted that too much. But I actually think they're gonna give it to the Austin Theory. I don't know why, but I just don't think Ray Ray don't need that belt. He he did his he did what he needed to do with that belt. And that was to get it. Now he got that chip mark.
0: Yeah. Uh I can definitely see that, man. I think that uh Austin Theory should go ahead and take that belt off of Ray, and then they should go ahead and let Santos Escobar have that match uh with Austin Theory and then do it the right way. I don't want to see a kind of uh hate storyline with uh Santos turning on Ray. That don't make sense. And I hope they don't go in that direction with that whole mm. thing, man. Go ahead. See so you know they are. <laughs> that's not yeah,
2: what they that's,
0: do. yeah, that's 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 the only way that they do. I can definitely see that happening, man. For sure. For sure, sure. Oh, man. Um, fellas, they had a pretty long show. I think there is another match, but I'm not sure if it's going on or if it's really confirmed or not. Uh, but they they had this graphic. Uh, Cody Rhodes um, is going to be, I believe he's going to be on uh, what's my boy name? Grayson, Grayson. Wallace. <laughs> yeah. Waller Rob. Waller Rob. He's going to get rubbed by Waller. <laughs> and so <laughs> I think that's going to be interesting, man. And maybe they do something uh, with Grayson Waller and-, and Cody, man. I think that Grayson Waller is a great talking man. He can be uh, a good adversary for uh, Cody Rose, man. And Cody can help bring up the young Keita, man. Uh, but we shall see. Spell us. Man, it was a hell of a show. Uh, let's go around the room real quick. Let the people know what you got going on, and where can they find you, Mister Everything.
2: Uh yes, yeah, so you already know. Uh, I'm always wrestling. I'm always somewhere. So this Sunday, I'll be in Pompton Lakes, New Jersey. Uh, the following week, I will be in uh, Sherwood, Arkansas. Uh, and then at the end of the month, I got a couple of shows coming up. Um, uh, I'm also campaigning trying to raise some money to open up my own performance center. So I have a GoFundMe, an Indiegogo, and a Kickstarter. Well, I got to finish Kickstarter, but uh, I got some things going on. So if you guys want to donate, you know, I'll, I'll put the link in the uh, the best damn wrestling podcast uh, group page, and I also got um my style seat, and my book seat put together. Um, Starting to offer some massages for the ladies and some stretching for the men. So ladies want to come through and get a massage and and feel better. You know, a one-hour massage is the equivalent of seven hours of sleep, ladies. So come and let Mr. Everything put you to sleep. All right. You ain't putting no dudes to sleep? No, I ain't putting no deuces in. I'm stretching out. I'm, out. I'm, I'm gonna be able to walk walk a little bit, a little bit better. You know, stretch. Get your muscles tighten and stretch you out, get you get you motivated and highly decorated, ready to go out there and do the thing. But I ain't putting them no in unless unless you really want to go to sleep. In, you know, I got you. It's a big arm. See, look, I've been working on. It. It's a big arm. Hey,
0: there you go.
2: The guns. <laughs> there it is, man. Other than that, you know, I'm still doing my thing, finish up these couple of movies, and I'll uh, just be able to look out on the lookout for what else is going to do as well. Oh, man. Yeah.
0: LP, what you got going on with my brother, and where can people find
1: you? As always, man, this hit list. Follow my Instagram, one click photography for the S. You know, photography full-time, fashion shows, all that good stuff. So, running a couple of photography specials coming up, so just pay attention to my... uh my page and everything I got going on up there.
0: All right, man. And as always, we're going to share it on all of our platforms, man. Uh, I'm your boy, Brian Renegade. You can find me on all platforms at Brian Renegade and see what I got going on. And if you want to follow the show, we got a lot of platforms that you can follow the show on. We just not on Facebook and YouTube. I know you're seeing our beautiful faces. You know what I'm saying? And enjoying our wonderful auras. But you can follow us on our social medias. You can go to our Instagram at the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. You can go to our Facebook group at the Best Damn Wrestling Nation. You can visit us on our Facebook page, the BD Wrestling Podcast, where we have all of our content. You can visit our Twitter at Best Damn Crew. You can visit us over on Twitch at the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. And of course, you can visit our TikTok at Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. And if you would like to support the show, well, beautiful people, the only thing that you have to do is go to our Patreon, www.patreon.com backslash the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast for as low as $5.00. You can join the best damn nation. Uh, We got all kinds of stuff over there. We got hats. We got shirts. We got goodies. We got all kinds of pleasures for you over at the best damn wrestling podcast over on our Patreon. So do yourself a favor. Join the nation at www.patreon.com backslash the best damn wrestling podcast. We got some good things coming up for you. You know what I'm saying, Mister um, Everything. I still, at some point, would like to the kind of, kind of, kind of plan out the best damn wrestling show, an actual wrestling show, with actual, you know, what I'm saying, wrestlers to come in the venue and do a big, and we'll do it for charity. Let's do it. We can do a wrestling event for charity, man, and I think it'll be uh, a big thing. The best damn wrestling show. Absolutely. Man, we can make that happen. Oh, man. Beautiful people. uh, Reach us on all of our platforms and uh, to all of our listeners. If you're on our uh, platforms, Google Podcast, iHeartRadio, uh twitcher uh we on audible amazon music apple podcast anywhere that you get your podcast you can listen to your boys the best damn wrestling podcast man we got some great things going on for sure for sure uh fellas you know we do this each and every week We got to leave the beautiful people, the people that are going through things, the people that are struggling, the people that just need a little motivation to get through their week. You know we love to do this. This is the whole purpose of the podcast is to give back. So, fellas, I'm going to go to Mr. Everything. Do you have a final word or a word of motivation for the beautiful people?
2: Yes. Yes, I do. No matter what it is you're going through, no matter how hard it seems, all you have to do is this. Live, laugh, love, learn, and then live again, however the path takes you. Oh, man, you went all philosophical.
0: You know, hitting the heartstrings. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you can't be preserved if you can't do it. <laughs> oh, man. Mr. Everything gives a quote. We're going to have a book full of Mr. Everything quotes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I dig that, my brother. That is a great word from your boy, Mr. Everything, Victor Andrews. LPZ, do you have a final word for the beautiful people? Yeah. <laughs> He said, bye-bye. Bye-bye, <laughs> Oh, man. That was a good word from your boy LP. Oh, man, listen. I, I got this quote from a fortune cookie. You know, sometimes I go, you know who got good fortune cookies, man? Uh, Panda Express. They got some good fortune cookies with some good quotes. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it doesn't matter how the, uh, a word of inspiration comes to you. You know what I'm saying? The man upstairs, he'll always find a way to get you the message that you need, either if it's from, from a fortune cookie or if it's from somebody that you like or if it's somebody that you don't like. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes the word can come in all forms, shapes, and sizes. And So I got this, uh, this quote that says, Good things may come to those who wait. But those things are left behind by those who hustle. Meaning, even though it may be good, the ones who hustle get it first. It's fresh. You know what I'm saying? They work for it. They get it. And whatever you're waiting on, you're going to get the leftovers, the scraps from those who hustle. You know what I'm saying? Mr. Everything gave you a whole breakdown of how wrestlers hustle. You know what I'm saying? How they do a lot for a little bit. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you got to hustle. You got to bust your whole ass because you never know uh, where life may lead you and what doors and opportunities you may open up yourself. Not even knowing it, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes just putting yourself out there, doing something different, uh, getting outside the comfort zone, uh, starting that business, running that business, maintaining that business, starting your own brand, all of that stuff is hard to do. You got to activate your hustle muscle to be able to get it going. You know what I'm saying? I ain't going to just fall in lap. Sometimes it do. Thank God that sometimes it do. But most of the time, you got to get your ass out on them streets and make it happen, Jack. You know what I'm saying? So to all the hustlers out there in the world, we see. Um, I want to give a shout out real quick. I want to give a shout out to all the truck drivers. Truck drivers show us love, Jack. And they listen to your boys at the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. So I want to salute everybody that's out there uh, driving trucks. It ain't easy to do. So salute all the truck drivers. I'm going to give you a buck, honk honk you know what I'm saying, for your boy uh, at the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast, because people don't realize how essential it is uh, of a job that you guys do and the dangers that you face, and then the hardships of being away from your family. So, I'm absolutely, all of the truck drivers out there that listen to the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast, and if you ain't listening, Breaker Breaker 1-9, we here. Turn on your boys, and you can listen to us on all of our platforms. My uncle was a tripe driver. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's your own respect. <laughs> well, respect is due. Uh, that is That's a, a word, word, word from your boy, Brian Renegade. Listen. I can't hold y'all no longer, man. We went over the two-hour mark. Usually, we don't go that long. And then it's 114 degrees outside, so I'm starting to melt in here. So I got to sign off and get me a cool drink. Uh, we will see you next week.
2: All the next. Wait, 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 wait. Let's do this the right way. Okay. You want to sign off? we the going sign off the right way. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, we will see you guys next week on the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. You'll be here. And guess what? We're here.